having started my business has been very healing in my ADHD journey because I'm having to face it every single day, being on task, being on deadlines, managing relationships and emotions, managing my own emotions and being creative and admin at the same time. It's a lot to balance. And sometimes I'm like, what did I sign up for? (laughs) Why am I doing this? Welcome to Successful with ADHD. I'm Brooke Schnittman, and if you have ADHD and are feeling overwhelmed, chaotic, and negative self-beliefs, you're in the right place. The Successful with ADHD podcast shares my guests' journeys of overcoming challenges, offering their tips and strategies for success to empower you to take control of your life and thrive with ADHD. Let's get started. Hi, Missy. Hi, how's it going? Good. Welcome to Successful with ADHD, where we shine a highlight on successful individuals with suspected ADHD or ADHD to share all the strengths and the positive aspects of living with ADHD. But before we get into that, I would love to know a little bit about your journey of suspected ADHD. Yes. Funnily enough, my sister diagnosed me. I don't have an official diagnosis, yet I fall into every aspect of criteria involved. I think the issue is a lot of women are probably underdiagnosed because we don't fit the criteria. So I never thought I had ADHD. So starting from childhood, I've always just very all over the place. I had trouble completing tasks. I had some bouts with low self-esteem and I was pursuing a career in music. And I just remember distinctly getting so frustrated with myself. Why can't I finish this song? Why can't I show up on time? Why am I always late? Why am I having trouble with my finances? And obviously not just music related, but in my life, I've just found moments where it just felt really frustrating. And I thought something was genuinely wrong with me and would compare myself to other people who were capable of doing really ordinary, simple tasks that to me felt really challenging, like cleaning up my room versus just throwing things in heaps all over my apartment. So it's definitely been a journey. And I think the recognition that there's a reason for it has just made me feel so much more compassionate towards myself and remodeling and rewiring the way I do things because there are solutions like you're not just stuck in this place forever. But I think the first step for me was really understanding that there's a reason something's not wrong with me. And in fact, a lot of these things that make me who I am are reasons why I'm so creative, because I think there are a lot of creative people that have ADHD, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of creatives, artists, singers, dancers, entrepreneurs. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you said that your sister suspected you had ADHD. When did that happen? Oh, God. So she actually took your course. She took 3C activation and she during it, I think there was something in it that triggered something for her. And she realized that I had ADHD because she's my best friend. And she would always be really open with me and frustrated openly about certain things I did. Like, why do I blurt out random things? She'll tell me something and I just like blurt it out in a group of people. And I can't, I couldn't control myself. So something had happened and she was just like, okay, we got to have a conversation. So her own awareness led her to suspect that you have ADHD as well. Yes, exactly. And she has ADHD. Yes. Mm -hmm. Obviously she was in the cars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So how long ago was that? That was three years, two years ago, three years ago or so. And then I took 3C activation and I just had my entire world open up and I just felt so seen for the first time in a really long time. And seeing other people that also were similarly entrepreneurial, creative and struggle with the same things I felt and have experienced over my whole life. 
it just felt so gratifying to have that community and support. Yeah. So having the community and support definitely helps when you're trying to understand yourself and feel validated. What else do you feel has been helpful for you since suspecting you do have ADHD? I think everything. Core values was a huge thing for me. I never suspected that that was like that was one of the first exercises we did in the course and the different cups and what aspects of our life are we just kind of letting go and not taking care of. And that's actually an aspect of ADHD. Can you go into that really quickly? How did that apply? Because I'm obviously forgetting, but (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Out of sight, out of mind, right? So it's important for us to take a bigger look and a deeper dive into where we're not focusing on. Typically, it's ourselves, our self-care, our spirituality, our relationships, physical activity, our health. So in the beginning of the course, I do a bunch of cups to see how much your cup is full or not. And then you get to see like how deficient you might be in a certain area of your life. And if you are, you may or may not want to focus on that for those 12 weeks. Generally speaking, after going through those 12 weeks, all of the cups go higher um, Mm -hmm. to a more fulfilled cup. So yeah, with ADHD, out of sight, out of mind, you kind of just focus on what's right in front of you, what's most important without typically taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. And I still do that. It's a journey. It's definitely a journey. You're not cured. It's constant. You know, your brain is like a muscle, right? You have to constantly work on it. And for 30 plus years, you have been thinking a certain way, doing a certain way, living a certain way. And now showing up differently takes lots of practice because our reticular activating system wants to go back to the easy way of thinking and doing. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about what you do now. I started a business six, oh my gosh, seven years ago. And it's a digital marketing company where I never thought I'd be able to manage people, let alone clients. So that's just been really amazing. And I think for my ADHD journey, it's a lot of apologizing, like if I do something wrong and I have been really working on that. So that's been a really cool thing where I'm like in the muck of the thing that triggers me most, which is not showing up as my best self and people pleasing. So having started my business has been very healing in my ADHD journey because I'm having to face it every single day, being on task, being on deadlines, managing relationships and emotions, managing my own emotions and being creative and admin at the same time. So it's it's a lot to balance. And sometimes I'm like, what did I sign up for? <laughs> Why am I doing this? Right. And when you have all those admin tasks, sometimes it is hard to be creative. No? Yeah, it's really hard. And I, something that's been very helpful is choosing which day of the week is for what. Because I think the burnout happens when you're kind of toggling between tasks. So I'm, if I'm trying to brainstorm a campaign and then doing bookkeeping in the same day, that doesn't really work. So I have designated creative days. So my brain kind of focuses on that. And then other days are a bit more analytical, a bit more strategic. And I, yeah. for anybody listening, if that is helpful for you. Yes, yes. So different days for different tasks. So mm-hmm. um, you get into that hyper-focus mode for creativity and you can't get into creativity if you have no flow, right? So if no. you're doing all those mundane tasks and admin tasks that you probably don't love doing. No, I'm very bad with the mundane. Like I constantly need to be excited and stimulated and energized by the things I do. And that's not realistic, <laughs> especially when you own your own business because it's not fun all the time. Absolutely. 
So one thing that I've noticed in our work together that you've become really empowered about is setting boundaries. I know it's still a work in progress, but can you share with the community what that looks like for you? To be honest, this is one of my most proud, newly discovered attributes about myself because I was the person where even if I didn't want to go out with somebody, whether it's romantic or a friend, I would go because I didn't want to disappoint them. With clients, I would say yes to everything because I thought they'd fire me if not. And I don't know what, probably in our work together, genuinely, I have just established very strict boundaries around and like protecting myself. Like I've kind of created this almost like golden bubble around myself to preserve my creativity, my mindset. And it's really hard to do. But, you know, when a client oversteps in terms of scope and wants to add something but not compensate me for it, I immediately call it out. And But it's always nice. I'm never disrespectful. And I come from a place of love with whatever I do. But I, I think just putting myself first. And I don't even know how I got here, to be honest, but it's been really amazing. I can't even imagine that I'm in this place right now. Oh, well, can I make an assumption on how you got here? I love it. You constantly worked on yourself. I mean, you yeah. literally figured out how to slow down the chaos of your ADHD brain. What you are who you are and what you value and what's bringing you down and not allow that. You become more confident in yourself, your abilities and your business to say, I don't need that type of energy. And I remember you sharing with me that what resonated with you is that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So be very wise and choose wisely on who you spend the most time with. And also for me that I've learned with you, it's like, trust your instinct. The first conversation you have with somebody, you know, in your gut, if somebody is raising a red flag or overstepping immediately and asking for too much and wants to pay less, like pay attention to that. Because all the people that I eventually wound up signing that presented these signs, I should have just not done it from the get-go. Yeah. And it's very common that we don't trust our gut because of that RSD the people pleasing, the failures in the past, not being confident in our abilities and also the working memory, forgetting, you know, that the last time you trusted your gut, it actually worked. Mm -hmm. What is the connection between ADHD and like lack of boundaries or allowing people to just take advantage? Because that's just like what I experienced for so long. Yeah, I think there's uh, nature and nurture and a lot of it could be how you were raised. If you're raised surrounded by people who might have pushed your boundaries a little bit. And also we fall victim to that so much because we are sensitive, we're empathetic. So we are very subjected to gaslighters and narcissists because they can read that on us. And yeah. We kind of take that position and then we start believing what the other person is saying. And then it's hard to kind of get out of that. And I know Dr. Stephanie Sarkis talks a lot about that uh, in her book, but I believe that it has a lot to do with our history, the lack of confidence because of our lack of executive functions, which then impact our emotional regulation and the way that we show up for ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you give people who are listening right now? Maybe your number one pro tip. My number one pro tip for people newly diagnosed with ADHD or just having had it for a very long time is just continuously showing yourself compassion. I think for me, my first instinct is to kind of go into attack mode and get frustrated with myself. But just coming from a place of love and and your brain is beautiful and 
you just do things a little bit differently and that doesn't make it wrong. It's just unique to you and you're special and your gifts in the world are reflections of that. Mm. I love that. I love that. Not making yourself wrong, just showing up for yourself and being okay with that. And that goes back to setting those boundaries Mm -hmm. and not letting others creep into those boundaries. Protect your energy. I think that's a huge protect your energy, protect your energy. Yeah, because I think for people that have ADHD, at least myself, I am susceptible beyond to other people's moods. And I have a habit of just like taking it on. And I just, again, try to establish this protection around myself. I love it. So if people are looking for some digital marketing, where can they find you? Yes, you could go to my website, missymodel.com, two L's, or find me on Instagram. I do some fun social activism stuff and marketing tips. And it's at Missy Modell. Wonderful. Well, thank you for hopping on today. Thank you. This is amazing. Absolutely. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Successful with ADHD. I hope it helped you on your journey. And if you need any additional support for you or a loved one with ADHD, feel free to reach out to us at coachingwithbrook.com and all social media platforms at Coaching with Brooke. And remember, it's Brooke with an E. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.